everyone. Welcome to the Good People Podcast, where we talk about regular good people who start good businesses in local communities. I'm here with my friend, Nicole Winter. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Nicole is a major badass. <laughs> and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story and talk about how she did all of the things that she's doing. So Nicole, welcome. If you want to just take a second and tell us about yourself and tell us about your business. Yeah, thank you, Mandy. It is exciting to chat with you today. So I am Nicole Winter and I actually own two businesses. Um, 13 years ago, I started a home-based travel agency and you know, we talk all things tropical. Um, I love anything to do with warm weather and the beach. And um, also, we specialize in honeymoons and destination weddings. I have over 20 years in wedding planning experience, and I just carried the local wedding planning that I did previous um, in my previous career into destination wedding planning because I combined my love for weddings and my love for the beach and are helping brides and grooms get married on the beach. Um, most of my clients love to travel in the winter, obviously, because they're mainly based here out of central Minnesota, and they want to get out of the winter. So it was about eight years ago that I knew as a business owner, and you know, I sit at my desk a lot, and I knew I needed to get active, and I knew I needed to take care of myself. And with time, I learned that when you take care of your health and your lifestyle, you can be a better mom, a better wife, and a better business owner and serve those people in your life better. Mm -hmm. So it was about eight years ago when I took um, charge of my health. And because I found um, such a lifestyle that really worked well into my day and helped me everywhere in my life, I started another business. I love being a business owner. So entrepreneurship, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I started another business eight years ago and we work on your lifestyle coaching. What I mainly focus on in this business is your relationship with your food, with movement and with yourself. And that looks different for everybody. And, um, we just talk a lot a bit about how often are you moving your body? How many more times are you putting a little bit something, consuming a little bit more healthier each day? I just, good health looks different for everybody. And that's where we just chat and that's where our coaching gets involved. So I, like I said, I've been doing that for about eight years. That is amazing, Nicole. Serial entrepreneurship I'm seeing is a common thread among people who own businesses. They're multi-passionate, have lots of different things going on. Um, did you always know that you wanted to be a business owner, that you wanted to have your own business? Yeah, that's a great question because looking back, I was always kind of dabbling as I as my kids were little because one, I wanted to be home with them as much as possible. So I wanted that freedom and flexibility and I knew having a business would help me. So in my early years, I started cleaning homes and that I look back and I'm like, man, I ran that just like a business. I never looked at it like a business. Um, and then it just grew from there being a wedding consultant and selling advertising into my travels. So I was always independent. Mm. Um, the freedom and flexibility drove me for that. Um, and I, I just, I, yeah, I love everything about business. <laughs> that is so, how old were you when you first started dabbling in the, in doing stuff like that? 
Oh, my early 20s. Your early 20s. That is so crazy. Yeah. I can't, I, I don't remember the last time I was an employee. Oh, that's incredible. That's amazing. Was there a moment in time when you decided that like, this is, this is what I want to be doing either with, with health or with um, your, your travel consulting? How did you know that you were in the right direction on the right path? Yeah. When it was travel, and this was 13 years ago, I had a very near and dear friend of mine who owned a travel agency. Oh, sure. And because of my business mindset, I saw the potential and I remember sending her so many referrals going, what am I doing? This could be an opportunity for me. I love everything about travel. I'm sending her a lot of people and I knew it could be the flexibility that I desired. So all it took was just a question of how do I do this? Wow. And that's where that started. And with my health, with my health coaching, it was me really taking care of my own health and getting active and falling in love with it and, and thinking, why would I hold back and not share with other people what I've learned? We're in a society where a lot of people keep dating different health lifestyles. We don't ever give up. Just like a lot of people don't give up finding that right spouse. We don't give up finding the right um, healthy lifestyle, right? Mm. So I just, I felt obligated to share, share it with everybody. <laughs> I love that. Now yeah, with, you. with your businesses, what were the things that were natural to you as a business owner? What were the things that came naturally and what were the things that you had to learn along the way? <laughs> naturally was people. I love people. Um, I always say, if I can just work with the people, leave me a go. <laughs> I, just, I love meeting new people. I love hearing their stories either in either business. It's equally um, exciting for me. Um, I love networking. I love to just get to know people. Um, what, so me just spreading the word, because you know, I've been in business for over 13 years. There yeah. was not the social media platforms, the blogs. It was a very much a word of mouth, um, type of business early sure. on. Right. Um, but what I struggle with, and it's still something that I'm trying to get better at is understanding the back end of the business piece, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. I want to work with the people. I don't want to do the paperwork. I don't want to run the numbers. And it is a promise to myself. Actually, I've been working at it, especially this year, getting to know that piece more, but the accounting piece and things like that. So I love hearing that because I think a lot of people don't jump in. They don't jump in and don't do the business because they're afraid of, of the processing part. A lot of creatives specifically, a lot of people just like you, Nicole, that, that have the passion for what they're doing, but don't necessarily want to get stuck doing the day-to-day. The -day. So I love hearing that you just jumped in anyway and you're learning as you go. Very, very cool. That's so cool. Uh, what other, were there any other obstacles in your way when starting your business, uh, starting either one of your businesses, were there any other obstacles or things that were things you had to overcome in the process? Yeah, I would go back to the behind, I call it behind the scenes, right? Because yeah. I love working with the people. So it's the behind the scenes mundane activities as a business owner. And I don't say that to scare anybody, but that stuff needs to get done. So whether it be just taking care of your expenses and um, even blogging. I have the idea, I know Mandy, you and I were early, talking about this earlier, is we have these ideas, but to get it on paper, I have a very hard time with, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all the behind the scenes that, that helps make the company beautiful, as I call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I have learned to just become a constant learner in that manner. And early on, 
you, you had to do it yourself and you had to ask questions or I did, I should say, I had to do it myself. I had to ask questions, but as my businesses grew, I have been fortunate enough to be able to hire it out. Mm-hmm. I've definitely learned to now hire out the, the items that I'm mm-hmm. not very strong at. And so I can take that time and put forth to what I'm really good at and let the experts take care of the things that I'm not very good at, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I think sometimes it's, it's so hard to let go, right? It's hard to let go because your business is your baby. It's so hard to give somebody the authority or the power or the ability to be able to take that away from you. But I agree as, as an obstacle to overcome, once you finally get to a place where you're like, yes, I will let this go. It is the most freeing experience. I love that you shared that. Very, very cool. Were there? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Let me just add that that takes time. Mm -hmm. I've hired many people as independent contractors and they didn't work out. And then I had one that I absolutely loved and she went on to a new career, right? So it is trial and error and it takes time. And it took me quite a few assistants to find the right assistant and that's okay. And I just had to give myself grace and, but I also didn't feel obligated to keep them on with me if they didn't match personally um, and helping me get done what I needed to get done. So it takes time. I love that. Um, So who were the people that helped or supported you along the way? Were there local businesses, nonprofits, companies, mentors, coaches? Who were the type of people that helped or supported you in your entrepreneurial journey? Well, I'm going to sound really sappy, but (laughs) my husband of almost 20 years, um, you know, even before owning my travel agency, you know, I dabbled in a couple different types of businesses and he just always supported me along the way. He knew I saw a greater vision. Um, and you know, he just supported me until we got to that greater vision. Right. I look at it like it's a family business because it's run from home and they're in and out of it all the time with me. Um, so he's probably number one. I, I know some people are not as fortunate to have their spouse support them, but I always say if that's your dream, you can continue to have that hard conversation with them to get that support from them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, I early, early in my years were teachers. I also come from a very entrepreneurial family. When I think about like some of my aunts and uncles and my my dad is a great entrepreneur and I'm seeing that more and more as I get older when I can reflect on that. Mm-hmm. And now in more recent years, and you have personally probably have seen this trend too, I latch on to um, mentors and mm-hmm. authors. I know you and I both have a love for Brendan Bouchard and he was mm-hmm. in my ears yeah. of podcast today. So it's interesting now how it has just shifted to, I go in phases of Tony Robbins, Brendan, whoever it is where they have wrote books and podcasts so I can always be learning and keep going. Different types of mentors. I totally agree with that. I always like to say that I have mentors that don't even know that I exist. <laughs> or yeah, like, all the way. Right, exactly. Early in my journey. I mean, when you're listening to books by Brendan or Brene Brown or Tony Ro- or anybody, everybody yeah. always says how important mentorship is. And I had this idea of what mentorship needs to look like. It needs to be like an old person meeting with you one-on-one, right? Like, and that's what a mentor is, but being able to open up and say, no, I'm going to learn from, from whoever I can get my hands on, right? Learn and apply that opens up your world for sure. 
Well, and I thought we had to hire a coach, you know, five to 10 years ago, I always thought, oh, I have to hire a coach. And I did. And it was amazing. But little tip, you don't need to pay for a coach anymore these days. Yes, you can if you have a great one. And we do need business coaches or um, personal development coaches. But if you feel early on in your business that you don't have that in your finances, there is so much free information to learn from between just podcasts and books and audiobooks to get you started to build your business and then go hire that coach. Mm. So now I love to hop back and forth, right? Always be learning from that free information, but don't forget to hire that coach when you can. I love that. That's such great advice as well. And early in my journey as well, when the finances weren't there, I wasn't able to pay the however many thousands of dollars for coaching packages and and whatever. Um, I started off by trading services. I would just say, hey, what can I do for you, right? What can I do for you to help you grow your business? And just being so grateful, right? Thank you for taking the time to breathe life into me. And I feel very, very grateful for all of the people who have you know, just taking the time to encourage me or support me or inspire me or whatever it may be, but turning around and saying, what can I do for you? That's gotten me a lot of free help as well. (laughs) Yeah. And now because of that, right. And I know you're so amazing at this is always sharing the little tidbits that we have learned along the way to help those that are brand new in business too. Right. So true. Um, Passing it along. So, so true. I love it. Now, this is my favorite question to ask because I think it's so important. Fear, I think, is the number one thing that stops people from taking the leap or leveling up or starting something new. Um, And it's specifically the fear of failure, right? The fear of messing up or the fear of it just not working out. Do you remember your first failure? How did you react to it? And what did you learn? You know, I've been asked this question before. And in the travel industry, I don't remember it, but it was 13 years ago. And I feel like I was just learning so much, um, that maybe I just didn't really pay attention to it. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't really remember like a big epic failure or anything like that. Um, I will say though, there has been failures along the way, some really small and some big enough. Right. Um, but when I look at a failure, when I hear that word, I think of two things instantly. I think it's a time to learn and a time for growth, which really kind of come together, right? So whenever there's a failure that happens in the office or a, a mistake or something that goes on, because we're human, right? Uh, things happen. Um, we're not perfect. They're going to happen. And especially as your business grows, more failures are going to happen. So I look at it like the more failures that are happens just for me personally means the business is growing more and more and I'm serving that many more people. So for me, I take it, I get to, I set myself kind of to the side and I'm like, okay, what did we learn from this? What went wrong and how are we going to move forward from this? So this never happens again. Cause yes, some failures, you can lose clients. Some failures, you can lose a lot of money. Either one is just not fun. Right. Right. I always try to take it in that manner. When you were talking about um, fear a little bit there, I will say in my second business, I had a lot of fear. Mm. I Probably because I was a little more developed in business by then at eight years ago, you know, just eight years ago, already being with my other business, I had fear of judgment of why is she starting another business? Will her other clients be important? Um, can she do this? Who is she to coach people? Um, you know, those types of feels, fears, because 
in that business, I put myself out there just a little bit more in a different manner, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, but that's definitely something that you always personally and professionally work along the way. Mm, I completely resonate with that, Nicole. I think my first business I stumbled upon almost, it was like an accident and I was too um, naive to, to be afraid. <laughs> Right. It's just like, I was just like, Oh, I'm just trying this thing. Right. And you know, you almost stumble upon it, but it's when you make the conscious decision, like the second business, the con conscious decision to start or to level up that all of that fear has time to sit in and to, yeah. you know, develop and fester in your mind. And so I love hearing that, that you acknowledge those things, but you at least had the experience from your first business to know that, Hey, mistakes are going to happen. Failures will happen. And that is the common thread between all of the people that we've talked to on the podcast so far is that, that mistakes, failure is inevitable. So if that is what's stopping you from moving forward, you just have to know that it will happen. So if you're afraid of it happening, we hope to ease your mind and just say, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's yeah. about how to, how to get over it, right? How to move on, how to bounce back that really makes or breaks a business owner. Yeah. You're giving yourself grace, right? That's the other term that I look at it like is again, we're not perfect. We, you know, even in coaching, I tell my clients, there's no such thing as being perfect. So then why would I expect that out of myself? But it's when there is something that happens, it's how we handle it, how we communicate and how we rebound from it and learn from it. So I love that. I love it yeah. so much. So how many total years have you been in business, Nicole? Yeah, 13, but I had a few smaller businesses before that. Um, prior to that, I owned a, uh, a custom wedding invitation company Very for cool. about five to six years. And um, my business partner and I just kind of both shifted from that. So, Very cool. I love it so much. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for taking the time to share your business, to share your wisdom and expertise. I feel like Everybody just needs to know how people are doing this, how regular people are building such great businesses in our community. The how part is what just blows my mind every time. Everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own way, but everybody is finding their piece of success. And I just hope to share that with our listeners. Um, as people are listening, is there anything else that you would like to leave for a piece of advice for anyone that is thinking about starting a business, for anyone who has an idea or wanting to level up, what kind of advice would you like to leave them with today? Yeah, actually, I am thinking of something right off, right off, right away. Um, don't be afraid to ask. Don't put other um, business owners on a pedestal. Mm. You are just as good as they are. They just might be six years ahead of you. Introduce yourself ask to take them out for coffee, ask them a lot of questions for you to be able to learn. Um, Manny and I have both, we have spoke about this uh, before in conversations is, you know, just sharing those tidbits with other business owners so they can maybe push on the gas a little bit faster than we did in the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. But I always feel like so many business owners are willing to give you the tips. So if you're starting out and you're not sure where to go, there are so many people in our immediate community that is very successful and willing to give you even 15 minutes of their time to give you a couple of tips. So don't be afraid to ask. 
I love that so much, Nicole. That is such great, great advice. I think that's so true. A lot of times when we see um, what we assume are successful people, right? When we see fancy people winning, you know, it's scary and intimidating. It's like, oh, they won't have time for us. But I absolutely agree. The people that are winning, people that are moving and shaking and doing things, they are more than happy to share what they've learned, right? People who are winning love to love to help. It's just part of winning. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I love to see people successful in any business. Like I want to be their cheerleader and cheer, cheer them on. So why not collaborate together or just help each other out and support them? But there are other people paving the path before you and I and before the new owner. And, and those are the people that we need to just be open and ask. Oh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much, Nicole. Um, where can people connect with you or find you on all the social medias? All the socials. So easiest is, uh, my website is NicoleWinter.com. So just my name, but I'm Nicole with an H. So that's N-I-C-H-O-L-E, NicoleWinter.com. And I am also Nicole on Instagram, Nicole Winter on Instagram and Facebook. Wonderful. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you've been inspired and encouraged to start and launch or level up your ideas. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. 